I don't know. I I watched this this trailer and it's it's it seems like a a really expensive extended uh, United Colors of Benetton advert. Like you had every single color. I think this film could be like be accused of being too woke and doing all of the tokenism and saying, look, look at our cast. It's so diverse. And we've got a little white girl from England that stars in it. But we've got a big black man and we've got a little Chinese girl that Kong is like, I think hopefully they have a point to their roles and they're just not there just as those colourful background wallpaper type thing. Hello and welcome to Geeksweb. This is another show for your film reviews, news and interviews. We've got plenty to choose from, but this time we are going for Trailer Talk. And today I am with my esteemed co-hosts, Jay. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. Really appreciate seeing you again. And MKH. Uh, bonjour. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you for teaming up with me again on this Trailer Talk series. Um, I know during the pandemic, uh, we've been doing some really hit and miss ones, but I feel <laughs> like I've picked some three big cherries from the Hollywood tree that are definitely going to drop at the dates that they said they're going to drop with no further delays, which obviously means no James Bond today. Um, <laughs> so guys, are you, uh, before we, we jump into the trailers, are there any disappointing delays? or films that should have come out in the last 12 months that oh. have just kind of just gone on and on and turned into a saga of what is it going to end, Robbie? I was looking forward to Wonder Woman, but then, Wonder it, was, Woman. then it was released on, um, was it pay-per-view? Was it on HBO? and HBO Max, it yeah. was, which we don't have over here yet. Yeah, yeah. So is... I don't know how that's going to be handled over here. But, um, anyway. I think well, that's I gonna don't... be handled through the um, the, the grey areas of the internet, Jamie. If yeah, we can't get past the getting... Yeah, I don't think Warner Brothers is is uh even thinking about releasing these movies outside of the USA, which is a massive shame. And to your Wonder Woman point, I heard it's crap anyway, so I wouldn't feel too bad about not being able to see it. Yeah. You, you but you think loads of no, 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 no. This is this is. We've got different tastes as well, so you know what I like, you may not like. So. Did you like the first one? I thought there were parts that could have been better, but overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah, then you won't like the second one. I think I would tend to agree. I, 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 let's say, come across Wonder Woman 1984, and I think the problem with it, or Wonder Woman 84. One of the big problems with it is they've introduced some new characters, but the premise of it now is that she's up against the character who can grant wishes, which it kind of just blows, it just pulls the rug out on the whole suspension of disbelief. And the way Wonder Woman is kind of combating her opponents is a little bit more far-fetched, particularly the conclusion. I, I love that we can start off as trailer talk and then spin into a Wonder Woman quick review like that. <laughs> <laughs> Only yeah, here yeah, at Geek yeah. Sweat will you ever <laughs> be able to see that uh, ambidextrous on, yeah. on 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 audio and film. So yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. It's only because he asked if there were any disappointment delays. Yeah. Disappointing we're the, delays. We're the Pilates podcast MK, so we go yeah. where we want how we want to. But yes, so if you have you got yourself a delayed reaction film or delayed release film that you're really annoyed about, man? Um, I didn't, and then you just reminded me about HBO Max, and HBO Max has possibly been the bane of my life because they're just getting so many good films, except for like the comic book films. But mm. there was a film released in, of course, Black History Month in America called Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Starring Daniel Kaluuya and uh, Lakeith and Stanfield, Stanfield. Yeah. Um, which t- details the rise and assassination of a um, leader of the Black Panthers in uh, Chicago. I can't remember his name at this time. Fred, yeah. Fred something. 
I I'll, I'll name drop it at the end. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah I, I I really wanted to see that both actors. I really enjoy both actors. I I do enjoy Lakeith um, Stanfield a lot more because just by his body of work, obviously you have Get Out, you have Sorry to Bother You. He was the um, the perfect supporting actor in um, Childish Gambino's Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I didn't have a disappointment, but then Jamie reminded that HBO Max exists, and then I realized how much venom and hate I have for them. But um, yeah. yeah, I might have to retreat to the dark recesses of the internet. Not that I know anything about it, to try and catch the uh, <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah that way, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'll just I'll name drop him in the plot just quickly. He says, in the late 1960s, 17-year-old petty criminal William Bill O'Neill was arrested in Chicago after attempting to hide at the car while posing as a federal officer. He is approached by the FBI's special agent Roy Mitchell, who offers to have O'Neill's charge dropped if he works undercover for the Bureau. O'Neill is assigned to infiltrate the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party, BPP for short, and its leader, Fred Hampton. So that's a very interesting tale of American black history. That's uh, true story. So, uh, without further ado, um, we are going to look at another American story, uh, which is not just part of black history now, but part of black comedic history, as we see the return of Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall in a famed and acclaimed uh, sequel to Coming to America, spelled T.O., and now the sequel is called Coming to America with the number two. Uh, a very clever update on the title. Uh, Jane and Pitch, will you join me in watching the trailer? Did I have a choice? I don't think you do. <laughs> I'm here, I think, am I? I think that's the only reason why even here. Yeah, yeah that's why okay. I'm here, right? <laughs> so we're going to jump off and I'll see you on the other side. Just discovered that I may have a son here in this land. How much child support is she getting from? The king pays no child support. No child support for 30 years and you came back? You was a dummy! <laughs> Hello, I am Hakim Jaffer, king of Zamunda. You are the heir to the throne. Yeah, my father. He's supposed to be like the prince of Wakanda. Wakanda is a fictional place. Not to everybody. Zamunda is a very real nation. I don't need no handout. Wait a minute. All right, I'm gonna pay. Okay, baby. <laughs> Presenting King Akeem's son from America. And my mom's. And his mom's. Children, this is your brother. Hey, Quang. I'm sorry I slept with your man. This happened before we even met. It's not like you're the first man I've ever been with. I have met. What did you just say about the other man? Coming to America, now it's coming to me. I always thought that Mika was going to be queen. <laughs> A woman isn't allowed to rule Zamunda. It's the law. Did it ever occur to you that Mika wanted to be your heir? Would you dare banish me from my own bedroom? How you doing, Hakeem? I'm getting in from everywhere. I have upset my family. You must be strong. And General Izzy would love nothing more than to take over Zamunda. Raise it higher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a king, I'm a Put your hands together. What a... Why dance? Say it again. Give me all this party over here. I must admit, your style is far into my kingdom, but it's impressive. That's right. There you go. Let me hear you say, hey, ho. Hey, ho. No, 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 no don't no, do no, that. No. That's his mother. Oh, don't you say that. No, not to his mother. Almost ready to become a prince. Almost. It is time. Ceremonial circumcision. Bring forward the royal machete. Machete? They're going to sharpen you too, nephew. <laughs> America now is coming to me.
But you got some great visuals yeah. though, isn't it? No, Jamie? <laughs> it looked clean. It looked clean, didn't it? Sorry. It, it looks like a lot of fun. But, I mean, like, Eddie Murphy, you know, his kind of comedy has always been hit and miss with me. Really? Did you watch the original Since when? Coming to America? Um, yeah, but that was such a long time ago. I can hardly remember it. The, the thing is, with Eddie Murphy, I find that people who have kind of gone off him don't like the family-friendly version of Eddie Murphy. So when it was, like, raw, delirious... And he was doing his stand up and he was doing Beverly Hills Cop and coming to America. Everyone loved it. But when he started to go into, I Dr. think, Do Little. Dr. The Clumps, I think it is. Night Professor, and, Dr. Do Little. Yeah. Uh, the PJs. Um, yeah, I, 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 would, I would agree with that. So I noticed at the end of this trailer, it actually said PG 13. So it's not going to be anywhere as crass or rude as the original yeah. coming to America, which I'm yeah. quite disappointed about. Um, I don't know why I did, but I guess you should have noticed that because Samuel Jackson wasn't. In. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> would he have been released from prison yet? <laughs> there would have been enough time. Surely. Yeah. I actually, yeah, it depends. Camera. Yeah. Cause it was petty. It was, he was trying to do, but that's armed robbery. He was trying to do. Yeah. And I know America's laws are quite harsh. Yeah. Um, I will say, I, I think I kind of know, already know the plot. So mm. his child yeah. um, that he goes to America to go and get, the, the, the woman who plays the mum, obviously she's from um, Saturday Night Live and the, the reboot female version of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, she was actually in the original Coming to America. So what I think happened before he met Lisa, when he went on those series of dates, I yeah. think all the women he met, I think he probably just slept with them all. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. With all of them, because I remember her specifically from the scene when they're in the nightclub trying to find yeah. a suitor, which I found yeah. quite funny. But yeah, yeah, I think that's the plot and we, we go from there. Because I think I've seen her whole actually turns up as one of the dates. Yeah. Drag, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, the the interesting thing I found about this, I mean, just looking at the trailer and obviously just all the other side, it's definitely it seems like they're trying to marry the the new black comedy family of the eight, the new black comedy family of the twenty twenties with the old one of the nineteen eighties, and mm. seeing if the crossover works. So yeah, Tracy Morgan is in there making an appearance. Not to say he wasn't on the scene, but he wasn't part of the original family. And um, I think I, I, that's an exciting prospect in itself. And recently I saw the Netflix film um, I Am Dolomite, which featured Eddie Murphy, and it gets him what I see as one of his first opportunities to work with Wesley Snipes. And Wesley Snipes played let's say, an effeminate, um, high-maintenance actor given an opportunity to direct. And it was almost like um, when, when, when um, Steve Martin teamed up with Eddie Murphy to do Bowfinger, that was two classic comedians gone wrong in a feature film. And somehow Dolomite really worked teaming up Wesley Snipes with Eddie Murphy. So I'm kind of confident that there's going to be some kind of fire or spark with the two of them being on screen together again. What did you think, Jamie? For me, I, I think I need to watch the original one again just mm. because it, it, it follows on from that, doesn't it? It's yeah. kind of like, you know, there's, there's obviously been a time gap. So I think I need to rewatch the first one um, mm. to enjoy, well, do I need to watch it again to enjoy this one? I don't know. But yeah. it, 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 it felt like there were things that I'd missed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, they've definitely brought back some of the characters that we, we're familiar mm. with from coming to America, such as um, the father-in-law, the, uh, the barbershop um, kind of uh, elderly men who don't seem to have aged. And also uh, we get to see Hakeem's assistant again. So it seems like they can potentially draw in on some old jokes. But it feels like, I'm not sure if it's The Princess Bride, but it feels like this old-style film where some, I mean, King Ralph is probably the obvious one with, um, uh, what's the guy's name, uh, John Goodman, where, like, somebody just 
suddenly comes to discover his inheritance to a millionaire family and now he's going to explore the class um, divisions of where he's come from to where he's about to go next. I, th- I think they're going to touch a lot on gender politics because we yeah. heard in the trailer uh, women don't get to rule Zamunda and stuff like that, which is yeah. odd because it seems like he's had all, all daughters mm. and then he's found his son who can finally be an heir to his kingdom. Yeah. So I mm. think they're going to, uh, there's going to be some, I don't know, recognition in that, that we find out by the end that he will just remain the bastard son and he won't yeah. take over Samunda because he's got a yeah. worthy heir in his, his oldest daughter. So, so you think um, it's going to be woke, woke culture? Well, I don't know if it's woke necessarily. I think it just shows how much we progressed as a society. Sure. Because I don't think they addressed any of that in the original. Definitely it's kind not. of misogynist in the, in, in the original because he's a bit more of a playboy because I think um, one of the scenes that always used to get quoted on the playground when I heard about it or watched it or when I was at school or college is like um, um, the royal penis is played, which was the, the moment where he's taken a bath and you don't realise there's been a woman underwater for the whole scene until the end, which is like a punchline. Um, that was a funny bit. <laughs> Cancel him was... now! Cancel him now! But no, what I will <laughs> say, <laughs> say <laughs> when you think of it, <laughs> I don't know if that made his his penis more dirty being in another human's mouth. But I don't know. I bet you're looking too much into it. No but one yeah, said it was a blowjob. They did, she just washed it. I we don't know. Yeah, um, it with your tongue. Yeah, exactly. Jamie, bringing the tone <laughs> down again. Sorry, um, I mean, he tonsils. Yeah, the back of the throat. Um, but yeah, no, I think they are going to... But I think that shows the development of uh, Eddie Murphy because I watched him with Jerry Seinfeld in Comedians in Cars yeah. and he admitted that he wouldn't say half... Well, any of the jokes he said in Delirious or Raw, he wouldn't have been... He's not going to be so homophobic Mm. And um, be so like vambrunctious around um, AIDS and stuff like that. So yeah. I think it shows Eddie's development as well as society's development. And plus, I really love it that it's on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Screw HBO Max. Like, who do they think they are? Like, Amazon's <laughs> doing the right thing. Yeah. Just do it worldwide and see what type of response you get. Um, I really, so, really hate HBO Max. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. But um, yeah, I'm quite happy. That's another reason why I'm really. Because I'm def. We got we got to the verdict yet. I'm definitely going to watch this. Cool, That's cool, what I'm cool. Say. Okay, nice. Jamie, what do you think? Are you, are you all in on this, or do you need a bit more persuasion? I'm one foot in, one foot out. I think, but okay. I I think it may be because um, his style of comedy. I may have outgrown. I don't know. It, it's one of those things. I'm I'm not going to know until I see it. I may watch this and go, ha, 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 roll off my seat, funny. Yeah, or yeah. I might just, you know, be like, huh, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, do you know what? It would be interesting to see what coming to America is like now, the old one. Yeah. But I also think, you know, comedy has evolved over the years as well. So. Yeah. You can, you can find coming to America on Amazon Prime as well, like the first okay. one. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so you can find it both on there. Um, yeah. Sure. So you're you're halfway and halfway. I I would say, you know what? I I was I, I mean I'm, we not can't watch it the same, but in terms of like, I don't, I, I think I'm excited about the project. I'm just gonna say that I think there's I think this romance it feels like there's a bromance developing with Wesley Snipes and Eddie Murphy, and I'm just excited about it because of Dolomite. Um, and it's an, maybe coming to America is an opportunity to right some wrongs from the, the first one and uh, just show that Eddie Murphy can still be relevant. So, yeah, I'm going to recommend it as a one to one. I actually think that they might be frenemies in this film because yeah. it sounds like Wesley Snaps is a dictator wanting to take over and overthrow yeah. the military coup of Zamunda, but sure. we shall see. Yeah. Uh, now we are 
Talking about uh, people who are against each other, we are going to go to monsters that are against each other. Uh, we are going to delve into the world of science fiction, uh, predominantly emanating from one part of Africa and one part of Japan, as we hear and get into Godzilla versus King Kong. See you on the other side, guys. This is our only chance. We have to take it. We need Kong. The world needs him. To stop what's coming. And this child. She's the only one he'll communicate with. was the Warner Brothers Pictures release of HBO Max on that coming out on HBO Max on March 26th of Godzilla versus King Kong and uh, as you can probably see it stars Millie Bobby Brown and it also has Alexander Skarsgård who's been in Big Little Lies and Little Drummer Girl and Rebecca Hall, famous for Christine and Professor Marston, and the Wonder Women. That was a little callback there. Um, what did you guys think, starting off with you, Jane? See, I, I've, I've always enjoyed, like, monster movies and big things hitting each other. So I'm probably going to watch this simply for the CGI special effects and just the big monsters bashing each other. <laughs> but it's not something that I would I mean the thing is right for me this is the type of film that looks good in the cinema on the big screen yeah. and to watch it on this you know TV screen or computer screen or, yeah. it just feels like you're doing a disservice but yeah, yeah I don't know I mean I, I want to watch it I just don't know if um, it will have the same kind of wow factor if I watch it on the small screen yeah, it feels like you're watching a fight on a pair of binoculars, I suppose, because these are like the biggest yeah. cinematic characters you could probably ever think of, because they're, they're even bigger than the Transformers, aren't they? Really? Exactly, yeah. Although, you know, I, I, I do kind of... Did they even exist at the, in the same timeline? I, I don't even remember. I don't um, even know. What, what I've noticed is um, Tom Hiddleston did a King Kong recently, or when I see recently, maybe in um, 2017 or 18, if I'm not mistaken. And they lined up the series, they lined up the ending to make out like he discovered King Kong 
but there was some kind of special forces unit that were out researching um, prehistoric creatures that had survived around the world, and they were just in the undergrowth. And they implied that King Kong was in that universe. So this feels like it's a sequel to that one. Is it very similar to Pacific Rim? Pacific Rim? Uh, you know, yeah, big, big monsters fighting each other. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think um, the Tom Hiddleston, I'm not sure if it's the same production. I'm sure it is. Um, but I, I feel that the Tom Hiddleston one um, kind of implied that this series of sequels is going to happen. So it's not as far as back as Pete Jackson, but it is as near as the... Uh, I'm trying to find out what year it came out. From Hiddleston. Uh, it was King Kong Skull Island. That's what I'm thinking about. That came oh, out in 2017. Yeah. So, MKH, what did you think of what you just saw? I don't know. I'm I'm more of a sucker for silliness. So I like the original Godzilla yeah. TV series where it's just a man in a in a rubber suit, <laughs> yeah. and they've got like the stupid little yeah. towns, like the cardboard towns with like the play cards and stuff like this. I feel like this movie is yeah. just a, an excuse for Americans to, um, I guess metaphorically beat up japan for pearl harbor because like we we all know that um obviously king kong represents america for some reason even though they found him in africa and godzilla represents japan and um well it's slavery isn't it the king kong one because it's about you could say there's a metaphor for slavery in africa to america well they they try to they try to dispel that with the kong King Kong Skull Island. They try yeah, to like, yeah. sanitize his history. So obviously they don't have like the the little white woman to save anymore. And he's not yeah. gonna climb up the top of a building to save his white woman or whatever the case may be. Being, being a savage. Yeah. Yeah. And being yeah. a savage, exactly. So um so they, they kind of sanitize his history in that sense. But I think King Kong definitely does is a massive metaphor for America. Um I wanted to I say know. one thing, sorry, because you've got your, your red tracksuit bottom on. And I'm thinking, do, do, do you remember the video by Beastie Boys, Intergalactic Planetary? Yeah. So is that your style of how you want to see uh, King Kong on screen? Um, I think it would be... I think they, they need to be a bit more blatant with <laughs> with their... Uh, what what king kong is a vehicle for sure. essentially i don't think it's is made that placently clear but um i don't know i i watched this this trailer and it's it's it seems like a a really expensive extended uh, united colors of benetton advert like you had every single color i think this film could be like be accused of being too woke and doing all of the tokenism and saying, look, look at our cast. It's so diverse. And we've got a little white girl from England that stars in it. But yeah. we've got a big black man and we've got a little Chinese girl that Kong is... Like, I think... I, hopefully, they have a point to their roles and yeah. they're just not there just as this colourful background wallpaper type thing. Well, but um, Okay, because the thing is, I, I, I want to compare what you just said to, let's say, the 1998... Uh, version of Godzilla, which had a fantastic soundtrack by Jamiroquai. But that had, um, in your casting positions, you had Matthew Broderick as Dr. Nico Tatopoulos, you had John Reno, Maria Patillo, Hank Azaria, Kevin Dunn, Ma- Michael Lerner, Harry Shearer, uh, Arabella Field, Vicky Lewis, Doug Savant, and Malcolm Demir. So that was a predominantly white cast from top to bottom, you could probably argue uh, Maria Patillo, um, even though she grew up in New York, uh, she's half Italian, half Irish, but it was a predominantly white cast. So this seems like a more ethnically diverse cast, but if you listen to that roll call of names, that Godzilla has less female input than the, the cast that we're seeing in this trailer. I'm identifying that it, there's more ethnic diversity in this version of um, that kind of creature feature film 
but there's also more women in that present. So um, we've got not just Alexander Skarsgård, but Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, um, Isa Gonzalez, and Kaylee Pottle, who's playing Gia. So, Jamie, do you think it's good that there's more female representation now in this science fiction film? Yeah, but I, I, even if there is, I want to know what they, they do with them because sure. the last thing I want to do is see all of them screaming, running away, yeah. you know what I mean, or playing the victim. And sure. um, interesting, um, they've got a Kiwi in there, so Julian Dennison, who's um, from Deadpool yeah. um, as well. He's in it as well. I didn't realise that he was in it, but yeah. Nice. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing women um, running away as long as the front all shot. And they're yeah. wearing no sports bras. Yeah. Actually, never mind. The little heels. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Now, what I was going to say is, like, um, obviously, the Me Too movement, hashtag Me Too and hashtag Oscars So White yeah. are doing their jobs right now because okay. this film is so diverse in every single way. So we should applaud in, in, in that sense. But, again, if there's no point to their characters, there's no depth... And they just, just like performative. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, I, I, I mean, there's another character in it. Um, Ronnie Chiang is a um, stand up comedian uh, born in Malaysia, uh, known to be Chinese, but raised in Manchester, New Hampshire. And he was actually coming off the back of uh, Crazy Rich Asians uh, before he did this film. So it looks like you've definitely got. Um, a very uh, wide, diverse cast. I'm expecting he would probably be the comic relief in this film because of his uh, stand-up comedy repertoire. But I, I feel the way that it's played out, and I think it's only represented Pacific Rim. It could be a battle across the continent where it like takes place in the sea, then probably one part of America, then another part of America. So it looks like it will do something more interesting than what Rampage is, where it's like just one city being broken down. But it looks like this is going to be a global battle between the creatures. So that could be something to look forward to, because some of the skylines look like America, and some of the skylines look like something in um, uh, Southeast Asia, like Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Thank you, Jen. So it looks like we will get to see them fight on different terrains. So mm. I'm up for it. And I just saw the running time. It's two hours and 52 minutes. What? Two, so I, I can imagine 15 minutes of that is probably rolling credits at the end. Yeah. So it's quite a long film, a long, long one. We did have an app that we reviewed called um, runp.com, which tells you the best time to go to the toilet in a film. So maybe we should, <laughs> during a film, so maybe we should take a quick look at that app one more time. See when the best times to take toilet breaks in that. Thing. If you're not seeing it in the cinema, you can yeah, pause you can just it. pause it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, unless you're on a, unless you're in a watch party, then you'll be in yeah. a difficult. So, 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 can I just um, clarify? This is only going to be available on HBO Max. Yeah. Okay, so yes, they screwed Matt. this over again. It's Warner Brothers. I'm telling you, Warner Brothers ah. are just such. They're Arsholes. killing me, man. Okay, uh, I would recommend to watch it, but now you've said that, I don't think I would recommend paying a subscription because I'm not sure what the UK subscription is to access that access. An you don't have a UK subscription. That's the thing. You can't even pay for a UK subscription to HBO Max. They're just not allowing it. It's like Hulu. We don't get Hulu. Mm. Warner Brothers are the true terrorists of 2020. Yeah, that's a real shame. Okay, They're enjoyment terrorists. That's what they are. Yeah. So, so you've just chosen a trailer that we may not even be able to see the movie. Uh, well, around the world, you could probably watch it, and obviously, around the dark spaces of the internet, you could probably watch it. You're if you're in Azerbaijan, if you're in Azerbaijan, you listen to us. Hope you enjoyed the film. <laughs> yeah, send, send us your VPN passwords. Um, yeah, exactly. but yeah, I, I like it. Jamie. You, what's your review? You, are you interested in that film? Oh yeah, I I am interested in watching it, but I yeah. just don't know if I'll pay for a subscription to go see it. But I yeah, I, I think I'm gonna have to. I mean if 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 by chance they release it in the cinema, you know, when this COVID stuff is kind of 
<laughs> died down a bit. If they if they do that in the future, I'll probably see it in the cinema because I do feel that it, it, it it's a big screen film. It, sure. I think you'll get the okay. you know the the the, the film feel with, yeah. with such big creatures. You, you kind of need a big screen, I think, to, okay. to really feel the effect. Of it. I think we just created a new category. So we're not saying watch it straight away. We're not saying watch it the screen. But we are saying wait until it comes out back on the big screen again. So maybe just That's hold if back does. if you can. Yeah? That's okay. if it does. I mean, I'd, I'd watch it, but I would prefer to see it on the big screen. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you for that review. Um, and now we come to our third and final one. Uh, I didn't get to choose. Did you not choose it? I thought you, I thought no. you said you was a watcher. Right. No. Okay, what, what are you? We're, we're put, put your flag in the ground and let's see where you're I could care less about this film. I'm going to take um, Jamie's metaphor. And if I wanted to watch two big things just just aimlessly knock each other out with, with such abandonment, I'll go back to watching heavyweight boxing. So I'm out on this one. Yeah, and I would suggest, yeah, I'll give it a miss. And I suggest don't bother paying HBO Max to watch this. Who cares? Okay. Uh, all the, all the, the Kong, the Skull Island and the other Godzilla, which also had, what was the last Godzilla film that had Millie, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown? Brown? I'm not, you know what, it's been such a long time I'm not sure if the last film was the trailer for this film, but um, let me just check yeah. her out. But yeah, yeah, no, she was in the last Godzilla as well and no one cared because it had yeah. Brian Cranston in it as well and they thought oh, he was okay. going to do his Heisenberg against a massive yeah. Giant she, she was in Godzilla King of Monsters yeah. in 2019. Also, what's stupid about this film is that I don't understand, like, how is this even a fight? We've got a radioactive lizard that breathes fire against a big monkey who obviously yeah. just had a growth spurt. He has no special powers. He's just an overgrown monkey. Yeah. So it should even be pretty a... Strong. Yeah. pretty strong. He breathes he was, radioactive he fire. Protect- he was swinging for pterodactyls around. Radioactive yeah. breath. Yeah, it's nuts. But um, yeah, okay. I guess they can fight. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna average but it out. But like this T Rex is like small hands and. Flat. He doesn't box. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't yeah. box. He, yeah. he breathes fire at people. Godzilla yeah, but... can't feed himself because he's got short hands. He's going to yeah, It's like a T Rex, man. Yeah. I mean, he <laughs> can't even grab stuff really. Yeah. I mean, Kong's <laughs> <Some, laughs> at least agile. Food. It's not a fight. I don't care what you people say. It's not a fight. Godzilla should should decapitate King Kong with his breath. That it should be over from there. But that's the thing, though, because Kong is more agile, so he'd be able to dodge. Yeah, I don't know. Dodge and smash. Dodge and smash. Yeah. You know, haven't you played Rampage? (laughs) Yeah, and it's propaganda. (laughs) It was propaganda against the lizard. The lizard. You're, you're for care. the lizard people. We'll get David Icon to you. Plus, they fought, they, they fought at sea in that trailer. You trying yeah. to tell me Godzilla couldn't just drown him? He had, the, he, had the, he had the flat ground. He had the high ground of the ship, didn't he? And he pushed him over. Yeah, and he blew but, it apart. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not watching it anyway. It, it, was, it was like the monster version of Titanic where, um, where um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character fell in the water. And he wouldn't also, pull him That's what it was. also, that was the second Pearl Harbor. Do you get the the the, the symbolism of that? Yeah. That was the second Pearl Harbor that that Japan did. Well, mm. Godzilla did <laughs> against America. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm seeing it as. It's, it's a wonder that this wasn't released during uh, Trump's tenure. But um, yeah, yeah I, I think what we're going to do, we're going to average the the reviews out, and we'll say this is a try and watch it. Hang back on it, but try and watch it if the cinemas are allowing it to be re-released. So, um, speaking of something being re-released, uh, there's a film franchise that's been lying dormant for 25 years, but this isn't coming to America. This time, we are visiting a world of mortal combat. So... Uh, Jay, MKH, I'll see you on the other side of the violence. Get ready for the Red Band trailer. <laughs> cool. First learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The 
target has superhuman abilities. narrator it had the same marking you do, cole. narrator it's a birthmark. what do you mean? narrator he was born with it. it's not a birthmark, cole. it means you've been chosen. throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking, I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. As Mortal Kombat. These are your champions? I'm Sonya. That's Kano. I'm Liu Kang. Name's Jax. Kung Lao. Lord Raiden. The fate of Earth is in our hands. No matter how many of my people you put in the ground, we will not fail. Kill them. Beauty. It's another HBO Max. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we're back in the room. Um, thank you for watching that and taking a look. Now, that was uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, that's just a straight full title. So it looks like it's a re. Uh, boot of the franchise and the uh, IMDB uh, plotline says MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high stakes battle for the universe. So we've already reviewed this uh, Mortal Kombat in the previous uh, episode. Uh, what do we think of the trailer that we've seen just now, uh, MKH? It seems like they have been loyal to the um, source material, and I think this film will be action-driven as opposed to storyline or plot-driven, because I have no idea why you'd be in an American city, walk into a house full of ice, and yeah. not immediately run out screaming. Instead, you will walk in there with your tiny pitiful gun and yeah. have your arms ripped off. So that is on you, Jax, and you deserve that. <laughs> um, but they was doing a raid, wasn't they? I thought that yeah, I thought they were hunting down Sub Zero in Brazil. Yeah. Was it Brazil? Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. Worse. You're I in know. Brazil. You're in Brazil in the hot country. You walk into a house full of ice and you think, yeah, this is fine. I'm going to come out of all my limbs. Stop yeah. it. Um, so that's just a little <laughs> thing that I saw. But yeah. other than that, it, it did look nice. And I'm glad that it's a red band. Uh, I, I'm glad it's going to be 18 because yeah. I don't understand why you'd have Mortal Kombat coming from such a violent game and then turn it into some type of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers like, yeah. like yeah. Type of simulation. It, it makes no sense. I, I mean, so, this was the accusation that they had of the Wolverine character in the beginning of um, the X-Men series. And, he, and a lot of people think the only true interpretations of Wolverine has been the Wolverine when he starts off in Japan and um, the Logan um, which is basically the finale. Well, ironically, so the guy who plays Scorpio, Scorpion, yeah. in this film was actually in the Wolverine film when they were in Japan uh, yeah. with um, what's, what's your boy's name, the Australian guy, is, is uh, Hugh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. I will say that Scorpion guy, beautiful man, 
very beautiful man. And he was yeah. also in um, Avengers Endgame as some type of Yakuza gangster. This is Hiroyuki Sanada. Yeah. What I will say is that not all things translate to yeah. to film. So when he's at the end of the trailer and he screams, get over here. Yeah, if yeah. I'm in the background of that fight, I'm like, nah. I'm I'm cool, dog. Like that doesn't sound <laughs> that doesn't sound so cool when you start. You're in the middle of a bloody fight and you say, "Get over here!" In the, yeah. like, I just think that's a bit weird. But um, yeah, that's my yeah. that's my knee jerk reaction. That's normally when he sends his um rope dagger. At yeah, yeah, what, yeah. But no, yeah, I get. I, <laughs> I knew what he was doing it for, but I'm saying it sounds really weird, even if we're to suspend our disbelief in a world where people are fight like really fighting and then you're gonna stop the action to like have a little as you know a bit of fan service yeah a bit bit of banter i think that's weird i think that leave that confidence it's the confidence in the man leave that to the computer games (laughs) and then like take it take your fight more seriously than that that's why that's my advice to scorpion okay uh Jay, I mean, you're 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 a gamer girl, and uh, you've grown up with Mortal Kombat in your life. Um, what do you think you've just seen? Before you- I'm, I don't know what I've just seen really, um, because everything just went so quickly. I need it's one of those ones where I need to like stop the frame. Yeah, <laughs> stop, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop, stop. Um, it looks like there's a, a lot of like little tidbits in there. Um, mm. Although, because yeah, they introduce um, a new character, Cole. Um, what, yeah. what did they call him? Cole Young, I think it was. They said, "Yeah, Cole Young." So he's yeah. a new character. He's he. I haven't seen him in any other Mortal Kombat releases, not in any other games. So he's a completely new character that they've introduced. Um, but also, they've got Scorpion being quite an old guy, whereas mm. I, I always imagined Sub-Zero and Scorpion are, were around the same age. Yeah, yeah. Um, but looking at the actor for Sub-Zero, um, and he actually, he actually plays new Noob Cybot as well. Yeah. Um, actually, Noob Cybot is actually um, two of the creators' surnames backwards, by the way. Okay, um, cool. Ed Boone and um, Tyabus, I think it was. I can't remember the names. (laughs) But, yeah, so Noob Saibot and Sub-Zero. But he's quite young, um, Joe Taslam. Yeah. Um, So to see them with – it looks like there's there's at least 15 years age difference there, whereas I always kind of had them on the same kind of – Timeline. Age age group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the um, the cast list. I mean, the fact that you mentioned uh, Cole Young is in, and uh, it looks like Johnny Cage is out. It feels like they've tried to strip back any kind of love interest story from emerging, mm-hmm. so they can just get straight into the fighting. Um, we've got some interesting names here. We've got Jessica McNamee, who's playing Sonya Blade. Um, Josh Lawson, who's playing Kano. Joe Taslin, who's going to be Sub-Zero. Uh, Lewis Tan, like you mentioned, is Cole Young. And we've got Lu Di Lin as Liu Kang and Chin Han as Shang Tsung. And Interestingly, looks... Raiden's not a white guy. It's not Christopher yeah. Lambert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wanted to, I so... wanted to mention that because he's actually a very fine actor, um, Tadanobu Asano. I and I, I think the first time I uh, came across him, I think it was in... For the Dark World, I think I've seen him uh, in Mongol. That was it. Mongol, The Rise of Genghis Khan, which is like supposed to be a historical, factual-based film. And he's mm. quite the... Oh, Zatoichi. That's it. Zatoichi, uh, the blind swordsman, alongside um, Takeshi Kitano. And he was yeah. also famously in Ichi the Killer. So he's he's got a, uh, a strong presence in Japanese film culture so to bring him is kind of like having the japanese almost anthony hopkins turn up on film set so that's going to add some really gra- real gravity to it uh I, I was gonna say that um uh, in terms of the scorpion casting i thought it was quite perfect also i will say from playing the mortal kombat games i always pictured um 
Scorpion to be quite ancient because in one of his fatalities, he takes off his mask and he's just a skeleton underneath. So I thought this uh-huh. guy's an actual walking dead type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the casting of um, of of your boy, I, I'm I'm not mad at it. I am a bit mad at um, why did why did they need to create this Cole Young? Like you you had enough. You had enough to play with. I don't know why. Like, is that to to enable the the viewer to cast themselves as Cole Young in this new world? Also, I will say the best bit of dialogue from the trailer, where she says it's a birthmark, and Jacks, assuming because he lost his arms, is like, "What yeah. do you mean?" Well, it's yeah. a mark that he had from. But like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like. <laughs> I've got a problem with the birthmark because it's like an elaborately designed circle with a dragon inside it and it's kind of like oh yeah it's just another birthmark that's a branding it It looks like a branding it's a scar branding (laughs) even even if be that as it may he should at least know what a a birthmark is and what, what it means like yeah. he's had to he's had to handle assault rifles and he doesn't know what a birthmark is so yeah. i i thought that's quite funny and that, i guess that just carries on the tradition of bad dialogue in mortal yeah. kombat films yeah. which i guess don was highlighting in a previous <laughs> review episode with you guys so i just thought that was funny to highlight yeah didn't they do something different because i think from what i remember mortal kombat they are trying to say that the branding gives you permission to move through the portals to go from the outer world to the outworld. Whereas in this trailer, it tends to imply the branding is part of the invitation to take part in the tournament. So it so, seems like they might have rewritten that. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, I, 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 the sense I got is that it was something from birth, and it does give you permission once you get old enough to go and fight in this tournament against frigging gods and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, what? Yeah. Who would who would volunteer to do that? Yeah. Unless this this branding forces me to go there. I'm not going there. I'm a well, human being. I'm I mean, a boy. See, I, I was under the impression that it was also like a bloodline thing as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I think there's an idea that he's, that there's an idea that he's inherited this um, moment or this opportunity to kind of uh, go ahead and become the next warrior representing Earth. Well, th- that can die with me. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah I, Earth is no longer participating in any <laughs> mortal combat with gods. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have I taxes was- to do. But the whole point of the Mortal Kombat is to stop the invasion of Earth. Yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, to stop okay. the invasion of because yeah. they're going to be yeah, will be in their dominion. Yeah, but, uh, so basically, outer outer realm inv- invading Earth realm. So yeah. he, he will no longer be able to do his TikTok videos. I guess he has to fight then. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> um, it's interesting though because they um they've changed Kano because Kano in the past films has been english like yeah. very obvious english accent and this now they've got an australian so close <laughs> enough the australian in the first in the in the night in mortal combat yeah. 995 didn't he have an australian accent no he had an english accent it sounded quite cockney to me okay it sounded australian to me uh, it's okay. close enough don't you know yeah <laughs> that's but, what um, america's thing it's all the same yeah um but i wanted to go back to um the gods versus men argument uh, uh or phrasing that mkh mentioned earlier because um we have a first-time director or at least in the feature film world in simon mccoy um his previous effort was a video short called the nighttime economy and he is helming this film as both director and producer and we have Greg Russo, who is a first-time uh, screenwriter, again, in the feature film world. You know, that's what I've covered before. But his first time TV credit is Mortal Kombat, and um, Category 6 is his next production, uh, which is announced. So there's probably some excitement now about the new wave of, of um, filmmaking, because we've got some... It seems like Simon McCoy is from a, a world of... Um, what, what should you say, commercial directing and he's coming to this feature film project. So are you guys excited that this is being held by 
a relative unknown as opposed to like a Michael Bay? I, for me, you know, all, all the power to someone who's trying to make it out in the big business. But I, I always have reservations because if I haven't seen their work before, I don't know if it's going to do well or not in, in yeah. terms of my personal fanfare um, as someone who appreciates the Mortal Kombat games. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm a little reserved. I, I hope he does well because it'd be such a shame after Annihilation being such a crap film um, for the reboot to be crappier. So, but but also then you know it's been what how many years since you know since it was released what twenty five years ish between ninety seven to now we're currently twenty three twenty three twenty four years yeah um you know and technology once again has changed so much and they mm. can do so much more than what they could back then so yeah. I'm interested to see kind of how they use modern technology to really bring those characters to life and I, I i also hope that um they stay true to a lot of their characters um backgrounds as well and storylines because each of those characters if you've kind of ever re- researched you know sonia blade and um you know Scorp- the, the rivalry between scorpion and sub-zero if you kind of yeah. in with the lore a little bit um yeah. There are certain things that you will, will you will want to see. Um, so I, I'm I'm hoping that they stay true to that and that they kind of use that in the film. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to do one more fun fact before we get your feedback on the reviews. It fun says, fact number four. Yeah, it says here the first film was produced by Lawrence Kasanoff's Threshold Entertainment. Um, that's the Mortal Kombat. And um, after two films in the series were completed, the game publisher Midway filed for bankruptcy. So yeah. that could uh, probably explain why there's a big gap between Mortal Kombat Annihilation and what became of the potential franchise as a film. Yeah, because Midway was um, bought up by Warner Brothers. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And they... Yeah, so it was bought by Warner Brothers and turned into Netherworld film. Yeah, okay. And what might, um, my, and again, I was just going to sway your opinion one more time. Uh, James Wan, who is the co-creator of the Saw and Insidious franchises, is the producer of this latest version of Mortal Kombat. So... Uh, what is your review or recommendation for this film? We can't really watch it because it's on HBO Max. But <laughs> if, um, you're talking like a childhood child. But um, yeah, if if you like action, um, yeah. yeah, give it a go. I guess yeah. I don't think it's going to be much of a storyline. I think the storyline is going to be actually quite reductive in this sense. Um, I don't think there's enough source material. Actually, I just don't think people use creativity when um looking at the source material because it's just a beat em up yeah. and now you have to try and add some layers and depth to the characters which i don't think anyone cares about doing it sure. and that's why i believe it is 18 because they're gonna use the fact that they can do a lot of violence as a as a crutch to get yeah. them, themselves mm. to the end so um yeah watch yeah. if you can if you if you're into violence and action <laughs> but i'm <laughs> like mortal kombat's known for its gruesome fatalities so I and and even then in the games it gets to a point where it's so over the top that it's comedic. So I'm I'm interested to see if it's just going to be blood guts and gore, or if there's actually going to be some comedic um you know um feel to the fatalities that they have. Yeah. But I'm um, I'm going to watch it. I I will okay. watch it. Um, for me, I, I think the just the pure. CGI resolution, and I think that moment where in the trailer where Sub Zero uh, captures the guy, punches their heart out almost, and turns their blood into their blood spatter into a blade, and stabs the guy and then throws him into an ice wall. I think that sequence alone suggests that they've been very deliberate with what they're going to do with the CGI, and that could be interesting to look at. So 
I want to see the. I don't care about the plot now. I just want to see the spectacle of <laughs> how the CGI has evolved and how they how they're going to administer that in the film. Yeah. So I, I would I would like a stronger storyline, but that's only because, you know, um, since I kind of like did the cult film on it, um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more clued up on their histories and a little bit of the lore. Yeah. So I, I do hope there's a little bit more story. But, okay. you know, once again, we, we won't know until we go see it. I mean, it, it looks as though they're going to play off the Scorpion sub-zero rivalry sure um, so we'll see what happens okay so that is me and jay and nkh bringing the reviews right to an end uh so just to recap coming to america is a worth a watch first time out if you can get around to watching it on amazon prime uh godzilla versus king kong unfortunately is behind that restriction of HBO Max if you're not in America and potentially behind a paywall if you are. But if you do get the opportunity to see that on a general release, if it comes, we recommend you do, do that at the big screen. And Mortal Kombat, which is another HBO Max release, is saying if you're into your Uber ultra violence and you like blood spatter all over your screen, that will be a worthwhile watch. So that just leaves me to say thank you uh, for participating in our trailer talk. So thanks for coming along, Jay. Thanks for having me. And thank you also, MKH, for your weaving and dealing amongst the review world for <laughs> trailer talk. No worries. And that's goodbye from me, TJ. And if you'd like to see more of the Geek Sweat portfolio of review spread cult film trailer talk hot topic and indeed interviews uh, feel free to follow us online and just search in your search engine gwk swvat we look forward to hearing from you soon take care